Welcome into the Puttcraft Podcast. This is an instant reaction from today's doubleheader at the Golf Zone. Event 1 was won by Sean Brown, his 6th win of the season and 20th win of his career. Remember, he is both the winner of the Match Play Masters this year and last year. Event 2 won by Cameron Hasselius. Both of these events went into extra holes. Matt Rolstead was the eventual second place finisher in both events. Let's start with event one here. And we're going to go right down the line here. Uh, kind of a rapid fire. Sean Brown, 15 under, tied with Matt Rolstead at 15 under as well. They played one additional hole, hole 17, which Sean Brown won. In third place, Mike Pendleton, I believe his first top five finish in an open event at 14 under par. I could be wrong on that. I'm sorry, Mike, if I am. Uh, Zach Asilius, uh, fourth place with 13 under par, a three-way tie for fifth with Eric Asilius, Caden Asilius, and Cameron Asilius all at 12 under par. Surprise, surprise, uh, and I guess eighth place, sixth place slash, slash eighth place, uh, Anthony Dunkel at 11 under par, one stroke off of a top five finish. Tom Loftus in ninth place at nine under par. Thomas Pepin in 10th place at seven under par. Daniel Radke, 11th place at five under par. Dan Wesley, welcome back, Dan. Four under par, 12th place tie with Josh Benish. Mark Giannini in a 14th place tie with Owen Pendleton at one under par. Ritter Lincoln, welcome back, Ritter. It's been over a year since we've seen Ritter Lincoln. He was even par on the day in 16th place. Michael Carlson in 17th place, one over par. Brady Storhoff in 18th place, two over par. Aiden Carlson, 19th, four over par. Alicia Thomas, 20th, 13 over par. Jack Benish, 21st, 21 over par. Okay, where do we start here? Um, I'm going to try my hardest to do just event one right now, but I, I fear that uh, event two is going to sprinkle um, into the mix here. So I'll do my best. So um, we had an ace on three. We'll start there um, on the front 18. Uh, Mike Pendleton with the first ace on three, nearly 200 holes deep. And we finally get our first ace on three at the golf zone. Certainly won't be the last, but a really nice score there. Um, Sean Brown, a 100% BEP. This was actually the second time that he's won this event with a 100% BEP. He won it the last time he played, or the last time he won, he was 16 under par with a 100% BEP. His two other scores at the golf zone um, were 12 under and 14 under. So this one, he's been very consistent. 12, 14, 15, and 16. Of course, this being his fourth victory at the golf zone. Zach Asilius has one. Um, Matt Rolstead has two. And now Cameron Hasilius has one as well. Okay, Anthony Dunkel, I mentioned this a little bit ago, but one stroke off of a top five finish. Again, I'm not going to talk about episode, <laughs> event two. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, here are a couple of things that, to me, stick out, um, uh, you know, just, just, just after a first look. 15 continues to be a struggle for most people. Um, but an average score today 
of, is that right? Average score today of 2.67. So really nice job overall, folks. Um, but that was helped by several aces. Brady Storhoff had an ace on his front 18. Owen Pendleton had an ace on his back 18. Josh Benish had an ace on his back 18. Dan Wesley had an ace on his back 18. Caden Celius had an ace on his front 18. And uh, Matt Rolstead had an ace on his back 18. So, you know, we are getting significantly better at hole 15 and the data back set up. Um, a, a couple of we'll call them perfect holes here, you know, where it's all green and white. One of them hole 11, where it's all pars and birdies. And then there are two Eagles on 11. Cameron Hacelius had one. Anthony Dunkel had a second hole one. We were nearly perfect with almost all twos. There was one three. Um, Jack Benish had an ace. Tom Loftus had an ace. Caden Asilius had an ace. Eric Asilius had an ace. Mike Pendleton had an ace. Speaking of aces, Mike Pendleton began his round with three straight aces. Ace on one, ace on two, and ace on three. And as, and you know, j- just for reference, I don't know if Mike Pendleton started on hole one, but for, you know, for the sake of this, this, um, we're going to say that he did. But that wasn't the only streak of aces. Here are a couple. Let me see, make sure I can find these all correctly. Um, Matt Rolstead had a back to back to back on his back 18 on four, five, and six. Um, Zach Asilius had a back to back to back on his back 18 on 12, 13, and 14. Eric Asilius went what is this? Four of six to start his round on one, two, four, and six. Um, he aced, uh, those, where else do we have a triple here? Several back-to-back aces. Don't want to miss any here. This is an instant reaction. So I don't always go through and get all the data ahead of time. Um, Several aces on 14. No real surprise there. We did have one six, a four, and a three. Josh Benish really struggled on 14 today, registering a four and a three. Um, Several, several, several aces on 14. Of course, it's the second most aced hole on the circuit. Two aces on 18 today. Anthony Dunkel had one. Daniel Radke also had one. Again, this was just the front 18. I, I know there was several on the back 18 as well, which which we will get to. Every single player, all 21, had aces today. We were led. Uh, remember the record for the golf zone in an event is 10, held by Matt Rolstead. Eric Casilius actually knocked in eight aces, um, including seven in his first round. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That is correct. Um, hmm. Give me one second here. I got to check something and I'll be right back. Okay. Just wanted to confirm I have this. Um, that ties the record for aces in a round held by Matt, Matt Rolstead. Matt in, um, at the Gulf Zone Open last March went seven and three. 
Sent three on his front and seven on his back. Here, Mike Pendle, or excuse me, Eric Aselius went seven on his front and one on his back. Eighteen. So uh, th- that is that 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 ties the record there. Um, several several aces today. Uh, Caden Aselius and Cameron Aselius both had seven. Matt Rolstead, Mike Pendleton, Zach Aselius, Anthony Dunkel all had six aces as well. Um, if we if we take 14 out of the equation, because there's a ton of aces there, um, here are the people that aced the same hole twice. Again, removing 14 from this equation. I know Mark Giannini was one of them. Yes, Mark Giannini aced 16 both times. And let's see here. Are there any others? Gosh, I don't know if there are. Again, pulling 14 out of here because a lot of people aced 14 twice. Boy, a quick a quick glance shows me Mark Giannini is the only one who aced a hole twice back to back in the first 18 or the first event. Okay. Let's talk about Matt Rolstead a little bit here. Um, again, player of the year last year, Matt Rolstead. We've seen the struggles on 17 before, even in his record setting uh, event at the Golf Zone last March. He still went 4 3 on uh, hole 17, which we've d- discussed before. Here are Matt's scores on hole 17, dating back to the first event there. He's now played seven events at Golf Zone 2 3. This is in order from oldest to newest. 2 3, 1 1, 3 3, 1 3, 4 3, and then today 3 3 and 2 3. And, you know, I am not in Matt Rolstead's head, but it is, uh, you know, I wonder if the hole is in his head. You'd have to ask him. He'd have to answer that himself. Um, Matt Rolstead in the first event today had a 100% BEP if you take out those two holes where he went um, uh, three and three. If you were to, you know, I mean, and, and again, remember, he he. He tied with Sean Brown in the first event. All he would have needed is a two in that hole. You know, obviously, you know, easy for me to say right now after the fact. And then two, three against uh, in, in event two, same situation. So and, 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 and here's another thing. He had a perfect BEP all day. OK, he hit par birdie or eagle on 69 of 72 holes and is that right? Yeah. And uh, the only red was on hole 17. And, you know, I don't think there's, uh, you know, a specific thing about Matt's game that that makes 17 difficult for him. I, I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. You know, everybody has their own style of play. Um you know, it's just it's just one of those things. You know, Matt has not had the season this year that he's had last year. But as far as I'm concerned, and this is just me, this is my opinion personally, he's back. 
right? Two runner-up finishes today, to me, signal signals that he's back and ready for the second half of the season, um, it, you know, and, 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 and ready to string together some wins here um, as we head into the winter section of the 23-24 season. One of the things I always like to look for is improvements from round one to round two, or the opposite as well. Jack Benish went from a 58 uh, in his first round to a 47 on his back 18. That's an 11 stroke improvement. Really good job there. Um, Jack, Brady Storhoff went the opposite direction. He went from a 40 to a 46. Michael Carlson also went in the opposite direction. He registered a 37 on his front 18, which I think had him in group two or group three. I'm not I think it would be group three. One, two, three, four. Yeah, that looks to be about group three or the third to the final group. Third to the last group, excuse me. So he put nine strokes on his back. 18. Josh Banish went from a 43 to a 37. He took six strokes off of his back 18. Anthony Dunkel added seven strokes. He went 33 uh, today, which is which is an obviously an, an excellent, excellent score. 33 and then went to a 40. Uh, Caden Asilius went the opposite direction, went from a 40, took eight strokes off to a 32. Eric Asilius, the opposite direction, I'm just going back and forth here, uh, went from a 33 on his front 18 to a 39 on his back 18. Um, and then Matt Rolstead and Sean Brown had had 37-32. Sean went 32 on the front, 37 on the back. Matt went 37 on the front, 32 on the back. It's it's really interesting how how this sport can be so mental. Um you know that that's something to me that is that is very interesting. Okay, so let's take a look at event number two. This was Cameron Asilius's first w- open win of his career, and you know I try not to um, be too fan like because that's not my job. It's not my job to be a fan, but this was pretty cool. You got to admit, this was pretty cool. I'm going to take you through Cameron's last four months in Puttcraft. So this is four months until now. So let's go all the way back to Centennial Lakes. He finished in 13th place. He was 29 strokes off the lead. Okay. Lily Putt, E-League, he got fifth out of sixth. He was 18 strokes off the lead. He tied for 12th, that Rogue Eagle. Tied for third at Captain Jay's. Did pretty good there. Um, Lilliput, um, he was 15th or in last place. He was 15 strokes off of 14th place. I'm going to say that again. He finished in 15th, okay, which was last. At Lilliput, he was 15 strokes off of 14th place. Okay, not 15 strokes off the lead, 15 strokes off of 14th place. He finished in second at Veterans Memorial Park in the youth event. Um, He won. He followed that up with a win at Loon's Nest, albeit an E-League win. I'm not not discounting it, but it was an E-League win. Uh, He finished tied for sixth at Eagle Lake. He finished tied for fourth at Loon's Nest, and he finished tied for fifth in event one today. Then... He goes and wins an open event, an open event that featured, in no particular order, 
although there is sort of an order. Matt Rolstead, Caden Celius, Tom Loftus, Sean Brown, Eric Celius, Zach Celius, Anthony Dunkel, Daniel Recky, Marcinini, and all the way down to the bottom of the list, right? This was, uh, it was really cool. It was, you know, and again, I, I, I try not to wear the fan hat because that's not my role here. Um, but it was hard not to watch that play out and get, get a little goosebumps, get a little goosebumpy, you know, I don't know what, what you would call that, um, to be like, whoa, you know, and, and again, I want to stress this. I'm not cheering for anybody. It's not my role to cheer for anybody. Um, I'm cheering for a good story. Let's put it that way. Um, Matt would have been a good story too. There'd have been a lot we could have done with that from a story wise, but Cameron Asilius's win today in event two of the Gulf Zones Fall Classic was one of the highlights of Pudcraft so far for me. In now going on three years, um, to see where he's come from November of 2022, right? Yeah, over about a well, no, I guess it would have been October of 2022. I think it was October 22nd, 2022, to today. Um, to, to look at the old videos to the new videos, watching that form improve, to see his command improve. And by command, I mean saying like, this is the shot I'm going to hit and I'm confident in this shot that I'm going to hit. And also leading the way in, you know, after seeing what happened today on, uh, hole seven, there's a new term for that shot development, right? Where, I don't know if it was Zach Asilius who came up with that shot, but he he was the first one to A7 and then Sean Brown A7 as well. You know, that's a shot I'd never seen before. Um, Sean did it one-handed, by the way, which we'll get to that in a bit. I have got that on video. Um, so the command of Cameron, the shot development of Cameron, the confidence of Cameron is on was on full display today as he notched a 17 under par to win the event. Keep in mind... Keep something in mind here. The winner of the first event was a 15 under par. Okay. Matt Rolstead's round of the year last year in March was an 18 under par. That was one stroke difference from what Cameron Aselius did today. What Cameron Aselius did today was special. Okay. Don't, don't, I don't want you to see it any other way. That was a special thing. Let, let, let me just let me just go over a couple of these things again. Less than four months ago, 14th at Centennial, 13th at Centennial Lakes, 29 strokes off the lead. 15th at Lilliput. That was last. 15 strokes off of 14th. Is that even right? Sorry, Cameron. I just gotta double check this. I, I don't I want to make sure that I'm not. Yeah, that's right. Um that was not that long ago, folks. And here's the thing. I don't want to get all sentimental on you, but let this be an inspiration for anybody out there who might feel a little bit down and out with their performance, right? And that could be any of us, right? Matt Rolston might feel down and out in his performance. He got second twice today. A lot, a lot of you are like, I'd love to get second twice today, right? It's a personal journey for each of us, Okay. But what Cameron Aselius did today was an inspiration. It was to me. It was to me. Um, and, you know, man, that was that was something. So Cameron Aselius wins today his first open win 
17 under. So um, actually, I interviewed Cameron, and I'm going to let him uh, share his thoughts on uh, the extra hole match with Matt Rolston. I'm here with Cameron Aselius, winner of the second event at the Fall Classic. You went into extras against the player of the year last year, Matt Rolstead, and take us through it. It's so intimidating being right there, right next to one of the best mini golfers I've ever seen. Um, but, I mean, I got the choice of whether I would go first or not, and I'm thinking I've seen him mess up on his hole before. I've seen him get threes. I've seen him get even worse. Um, so I want him to go first. I want him because the odds are, uh, what I'm thinking, odds are he's not getting through because he doesn't like this hole at all. And if I got the choice, if I see him get a two, I know I'm going to have to go for the one. When he aced that, and I aced that, we had to go in that second round. I had to go first. I'm getting increasingly worried and stressed. And, like, right now I'm still shaking a little bit. Um, it's just incredible the way you feel in that kind of playoff. I haven't been in that situation before, and it's, it's so rewarding, I guess. So this was your first open title, open tournament win. You've won E-League events before. Um, I mean, how did the E-League and all of your other events lead up to this moment and help you in this moment today? I feel like for the longest time I had a streak of just bad event after worse event and it was at one point it got demoralizing but I figured you know those are in the past um, I got to went to that E-League event and won that very narrowly for Mike and I guess that kind of boosted my confidence up because recently I've been getting better and better and at Golf Zone here every single one of my events has gotten better since my first time here always improved I had confidence coming in I had confidence I would improve i didn't expect myself to win, but you know, it, all this practice, I guess, eventually it's going to happen. Congratulations, Cameron Aselius, your first Open tournament win today. Thank you. Good job. How cool is that? I'm sorry. How cool is that? You know, I, I told this to Sheila earlier tonight. I said, that right there, that is Puckcraft. That's what Puckcraft is all about. That's why Puckcraft was created. Because you like you you can't like that feeling, that that pressure, that that you know, he he mentioned in the interview, right? He he was he was it said I think he said demoralizing was the term he used, right? That wasn't that was a couple months ago. We're not talking last year, we're talking a couple months ago. And now he's out here beating Matt Rolstead, beating Sean Brown, beating Tom Loftus, being Zach Casillas, Eric Casillas, right? Player of the year candidates, right? And I mean, that is that's why Puttcraft was created. Right there. Right there. And yeah. So um I'm 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 not going to be able to get over this for a while. So uh, yeah, you might want to you might want to come back in four months if you if you don't want to hear me talking about Cameron Aselius today at Golf Zone. Okay, Matt Rolls said second place, seventeen under par. Caden Aselius and Tom Loftus tied for third place at third place. Excuse me, at fourteen under par. Sean Brown in fifth at thirteen under par. Tie for sixth. Eric Aselius, Zach Aselius at twelve under par. Excuse me, Anthony. Dunkel, 10 under par in 8th, 
Daniel Radke in ninth at seven under par. Mark Giannini in 10th at 5 under par, Mike Pendleton in 11th at 4 under par, Michael Carlson in 12th at 2 under par, Aiden Carlson in 13th with Thomas Pepin at 1 over par, Owen Pendleton in 15th at 3 over par, Brady Storoff in 16th at 5 over par, and Ritter Lincoln in 17th at 7 over par. We had 21 in the first event. We had 17 in the second event. I thought overall the event went, or the double header went really, really, really well. I wouldn't want to do that every single event for, for a number of reasons, but I really, really thought that uh, it, it, it was really cool to get two events in in one day. Um, there was another ace on hole three. So Mike Pendleton on the first 18 was joined by Brady Storhoff in the second 18. And Brady, I got to be honest, I was across the 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 course from you. Felt like you turned around and were saying something, like trash talking to the people behind you. Uh, that's just the way I read it. Uh, people that were not playing Buckcraft. So, like, were they saying something to you? I, I'm curious. I, I would love to know. I would love to know what happened there. Um, I mentioned earlier we had two aces on seven. Uh, Zach Aselius got us started. With one, Sean Brown got us started with a, or got us going with a second. I have Sean Brown's on video. That will definitely be something that you see. Um, and yeah, uh, hole nine is now the only hole that has not been aced at Golf Zone. And I'm telling you, well, you know, I'm not going to say anything. Um, hole eight was not birdied at all. On the on on event number two, it was birdied three times on event number one. Sean Brown, Zach Aselius, and Josh Benish. Event number two, not a single birdie on hole eight um, today. Okay, so Cameron Aselius and Tom Loftus both had nine aces today, um, one off the event record. Tom had four in a row on his back 18, 13, 14, 15, 16, and four in, uh, or excuse me, five in six holes. He also went on 11. So 11, 13, 14, 15, 16. So absolutely feeling it there. Um, uh, Cameron Aselius's nine aces, including back, back-to-back aces on 14, uh, in addition to back-to-back aces on 12 as well. And it's one of those things where, you know, I, let me take a look here. Yep. See, Sean Brown went, if I'm, I'm, I'm dipping back to the first, first event here. Sean Brown went ace-ace on 14. Matt Rolstead went 2-2 on 14. Matt might be thinking a little bit more about 14 tonight than he's thinking about 17 as well. Um, uh, Matt, and then uh, Matt on the back 18 went 4-1-1 on 14. Also aced 15 again, so he aced 15 uh, twice today. So he went 50% on aces on uh, 15. Um, we had four aces on 18 in the bat on the second event. I'm only talking about the second event here, just so you know, uh, Caden Celius, Aiden Carlson, Owen Pendleton, Bray Ritter Lincoln, my apologies. Um, and then, you know, here are the aces on 15, Matt Rolstead, Caden Celius, Tom Loftus, Zach Celius, Mark Giannini and Ritter Lincoln. So, you know, again, 
11th toughest hole on the circuit, but um, today, a couple of you uh, guys really, really, really own that hole. Um, Let's see here. The following players had eight aces on the day. Tom and Cameron both had nine. Caden Aselius had eight. So the following player had eight. That's Caden Aselius. Uh, Sean Brown had seven. And then Anthony Dunkel and Matt Rolstead both had six. Every single player on the front first event had an, a at least one ace. There were two players on the back event, second event, that did not have an ace. Mike Pendleton uh, was shut out in that department, and Thomas Pepin was shut out in that department as well. And, you know, that can be a massive equalizer because, you know... <sighs> Cameron had at least nine strokes on Mike from the nine aces, at least. Could have been 11, could have been 12, could have been 13, right? That that puts Mike Pendleton squarely in the top five, you know, if, if, he, if he were to obviously match Cameron's output of nine. But that, that's a little bit unrealistic to ask that um, of him. Checking to see if there's any back-to-back aces other than the ones we noted so far. I don't see any. I noted before that there was not a single birdie on hole 18 on the on the second event. Um, Not a single bogey on hole 1. And the following players aced that hole. Eric Caselius, Daniel Radke, Mark Giannini, Ritter Lincoln. Mark Giannini started, began his event with two aces on one and two. There were no other players that have done that. I know that's a common thing to do is to go back to back ace on one and two. Some of you are feeling it there. Let's see what else here. Today was really fun. Let's, let's, uh, Let's do that. Um, it's been it's been up two months since we've had a stroke play event. Of course, we had the match play masters last month, um, but uh, but today was really fun. It, it was it was cool to get two events in. Our next event is, I believe it's December eighth. Take a look here. December 8th, Friday night, we'll be at the Ace Course in Burnsville. And then December, Jesus, December already? December 29th, we'll be um, up at Grand Slam Coon Rapids for our New Year's Open. I know there's a couple more things I want to get to. Give me a second. Anthony Dunkel had noted that coming into hole 17, I believe he said he was tied for fifth or one stroke off of fifth, wanted to, to you know, go for that top five finish, which, heck yeah, go for it, um, ended up fouring it, um, which dropped him all the way down to eighth place, did something similar on the front, on the first event, uh, where he came in. Um, probably actually looking at the numbers here, probably came in in fourth or fifth place in hole 17, went and bogeyed it. Um, I, I've noted this before. I'll say it again. I love hole 17. Um, it, it just because of the, the A versus B strategy. I will say this also to today got me thinking. I had noted ahead of time that we were, that 17 is our, uh, playoff hole on this course. And I need to make sure that I'm noting that in heading into each course. Almost every single course's playoff hole is 18. 
Okay, we do 18 over and over and over again. There's a couple of courses that do not allow us to do 18. Um, uh, Ace course, we do one, which is technically 18. Moose Mountain, we don't do 18. Although doing a playoff at Moose Mountain, I guess on a busy day, would, would, would not be the most fun thing in the world. Um, other than that, I think every other course is hole 18. We do hole 18 at Dred Scott, even though it's not an ideal, uh, it's not ideal for the ball to be taken from us. Same thing at Grand Slam Coon Rapids. But, you know, some of us have holes we like, some of us have holes we dislike. So it is, it's only fair to the group that that hole is predetermined and noted beforehand. So, and if it's, if, if 18 doesn't work, we work backwards to 17. So, uh, for example, Moose Mountain, we do 17. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's the only note there. So, okay. Remember, this is an instant reaction. So I didn't get to, well, actually, am I seeing this right? Okay, here we go. Uh, yeah, I, I can't believe I missed this. This was an obvious one. Cameron Aselius, I noted, a 12 has back-to-back aces. Caden Aselius had aces on 13 on both his front 18 and his back 18. Tom Loftus had aces on 13 on both his front 18 and his back 18. I'm looking at a lot of numbers, so sometimes, sometimes they, um, they escape me. So again, instant reaction. So I don't, I don't know, you know, there, there are things I'm going to miss, which I'll, which I'll reach back out, uh, on the next podcast and, 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 and try to touch on. Um, but again, congratulations, Sean Brown, congratulations, Cameron Aselius, um, was, was a really special day today. Uh, and, and, and thank you everyone for, for participating and we will see you in a little under one month.